Hello world, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. I'm your GM, Saturn. You can find me at The Future Rules on Twitter and Tumblr.com. My pronouns are they and them. And joining me this week is the usual cast of my favorite people in the whole world. Um, this time, we'll start Aww. with <laughs> Levi. Hello. I'm Levi, pronouns are they and them, and I am playing uh, Gabrielle Asmodeus, call sign is Stiletto, and playbook is Envoy? Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Yes, right. Playbook is Cool Gal. Playbook is Nico Robin. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, next up, we'll go with executive producer and show director Owen. My name is Owen. My pronouns are he and him. I play uh, Pfeffer Humboldt, the officer. I'm also looking at my page right now, and I realized that I could have made uh, our last mission even less messy because I can spend a spark to negate a squad mate's consequence. <laughs> we got to get through the intro, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> See, I think the introduction there is... Uh, what to expect from us which is that uh, forge in the dark has a lot of options <laughs> mm-hmm. and we will largely forget to use most of them mm-hmm. in the service of having of telling fun stories <laughs> i always forget about um, sparks but anyways yeah um third up we have got sarah hi i'm sarah i was the person who was just talking my pronouns are she and her. You can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter. I play Arabella Steranoct, the ace. Call sign Red. That's her. And last but certainly not least, Fern. Hello, my name is Fern. I am. You can find me at Very Fern on Twitter, and I am playing Giuseppe Finch, the Golden Boy, as it were, and uh, who is the empath. Wonderful. Um, oh, and my pronouns are he, they, and it. Yes. Got it. Yeah. You did it. All right. <laughs> um, so last time on Beam Saber, obviously, just to go over, uh, we had our downtime. Uh, everyone had fun in the sun. Things happened. We got Euro Hero. Um, <laughs> other sorts of yeah. projects occurred. Um, and with that, just sort of establishing continuity, uh, we're going to actually uh, jump right in to the shot direction i guess we can call it uh the camera hangs over snowy cliffs above a briny sea we can see a small city really more like a town with squat buildings all alight and billowing chimney smoke except for the huge factory at the town's periphery the dark and quiet colossus looms over a cliff face Rusted out husks of ruined mechs hanging out on racks high above the churning waves below. Text comes on the screen. The Iron Breaker Cliffs. Summer. Abruptly, the camera cuts back to the now-familiar briefing table at Humboldt Manor, with text that reads, Earlier... The next mission will test you. The always calm voice of Major Barrier Brass begins. It's a delicate one. We'll start with the low level. There's been a labor freeze at the Ironbreaker Mech Forge up north. The Tyconian Garland, a mercantile squadron, administers crown mech forges like this one all across the continent. Labor disputes aren't anything new. Normally, we'd send in civilian negotiators to work out the arbitrations. Normally. But this isn't exactly a normal stoppage. 
For one, the, Tyco the Tyconian Garland officers normally stationed there are missing. Also worryingly, the striking labor force are reportedly armed to the teeth with royal blue weaponry, presumably liberated from the on-site armory. Cherry on top, the normal union rep who we deal with in Ironbreaker is nowhere to be found, and in her place, some irascible belligerent who apparently only started working there a few weeks ago is now their representative-elect. I really cannot stress enough how important it is to get a handle on the situation as soon as possible. Ironbreaker is incredibly important to our operations in the region, and a prolonged stoppage will dramatically reduce our ability to stop Dragon Teeth piracy or adverse wet work. Still, you're dealing with civilians, and a strike, so taking an excessively heavy hand could very well be worse than just leaving them alone and letting things fizzle out. To summarize, you're walking into a difficult situation without a lot of options. Anything less than a perfect success might very well be read by high command as an abject failure. And, well, they'd also like you to have it handled within 72 hours, so I'd advise you get ready to deploy. Any questions? No pressure. <laughs> uh, sh sure, what do we know about the new union leader? Uh, he is a man by the name of Kazuyahara. He's belligerent unreasonable, hard to get any establishing documentation on him aside from his work papers and employee file, but that's really all we've got. He's not someone who's on our radar at all, so to speak. Hmm. What's got these people so pissed off in the first place? Well, you'd think, at least based on how they are talking, it's the same thing as it always is, which is to say... Uh, more wages or other benefits and things of that nature. And while I am sympathetic to a certain extent, they're normally not so... How do I put this? Normally, it wouldn't be... They wouldn't be taking up arms in their negotiations, let's say. Hmm. So militant. Definitely yes. seems is the problem. Okay. It definitely sounds like so an escalation. So their complaints and demands sound like the same as normal? They're nothing we... nothing unusual that they've said, at least. Higher wages, more, uh, more paid-out benefits. Nothing that, well, if you... I suppose you can get in touch with the uh, squad representative. Yeah. Uh, we're working with the Tyconian Garland on this one. Um, mm -hmm. But effectively, it's... Mostly things uh, with regards to pay schedule that really the Tyconian Garland can't do anything about because it's a broader uh, Grand Tycon uh, decision with regards to pay schedule. Mm -hmm. Usually they can sidestep these demands with things like uh, chain with uh, more break. Uh, what's the word here? Uh, usually with tightening, with loosening up breaks, uh, offering more paid time off, things like that. But nor while that's usually enough to compensate these uh, occasional stoppages, this time they're being very insistent in a way that they have not been before. Okay. What are the rules of engagement for this mission? Well, there are three of them, and I will be sure to... You you will be able to see them all in the briefing as well. 
but there are these are primarily thus, aside from the usual. First, do not promise or include in negotiations any adjustment to the pay schedule or paid-out benefits. Frankly, the Crown won't agree with it, and then they are going to simply renege on your negotiations, and we'll be back to square one. At that point, then, the mission is obviously a failure. Second rule is not to allow the facility, nor the mechs housed there, to be damaged beyond necessity. I'll be blunt with you, I think there is an inside chance of things getting lively, and if the mech forge ends up flattened, it would probably be worse than if we had done nothing at all. Third is that non-combatants may not suffer injury as a result of your actions for any reason. You are going to be operating in a civilian area, and even if some of the strikers get uppity, as it were, there are going to be plenty who don't, as well as plenty of people who are not necessarily involved with the drama at all. You have to take exacting care to make sure that no one is hurt. The chief difficulty here, in my estimation, aside from, you know, the armed strikers, is that any failure here with regards to the rules of engagement is either going to be catastrophic for our mech production or catastrophic for our public relations. Either of those things taking a hit would be, let's not say irreparable, but it would be bad. All right. Well, well, with uh, questions seemingly satisfied, I'm going <laughs> yes. to I'm going to yeah. move you all over to the mission page, and going Yay, to boy. give you, uh, as I would for a normal mission, uh, <laughs> approximately one turn Ooh. each, oh. in which you can, uh, in the area of either the mission area itself or in the surrounding town. Uh, do investigations, ask questions, try and establish oh. things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, this is—I love your this maps is a good so map. much. <laughs> Thank you. I did this all today. Wow! Uh, all the buildings <laughs> are named so after sword parts. So those are your points, as usual. They have themed names because I think that approach is okay. really fun. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you might so like, and we can establish through investigation or just through laying out what each of those points are. Uh, I probably should have in text there, but you would know at least from the top, um, mm-hmm. that point blade is the, uh, factory itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, point edge is kind of the, uh, I, I suppose you'd call it like the, uh, yards associated, mm-hmm. uh, the currently active or fully repaired mechs, as well as some like, you know, miscellaneous cargo and supplies and things that don't need to be kept in the building are just out there. Uh, Pommel is a uh, literally a parking lot that has pretty (laughs) advantageous, like, not advantageous, but it has view of both the yard itself as well as some of the other buildings, so might be important to uh, use, depending on your needs. Um, Hilt is a... uh, you'd call not a store i guess but a um like a supply depot basically mm-hmm. for things that aren't necessarily related to the mech works uh you'd know it would be things probably like 
employee food uh gear things like that that would help people uh be able to kind of stay in the area and get their things for reasonable prices without having to go out to the nearest grocery store which might be like in a city like mm-hmm. dozens of miles away <laughs> uh cross guard is basically just a tavern uh that's all you'd really know about it Scabbard, you would know, would be sort of the, uh, not corporate office, but it is sort of the administrative office Mm. of the uh, Tyconian Garland. And Tang is like a separate workshop building that has, you know, like generator supplies, uh, some water purification things, as far as you know. Like, it's a lot of like general use uh, tools that aren't necessarily for the factory, but might be useful. Okay. Gotcha. And that's that's really what you know going into it. Okay. I I love this because I am a fan of the reality competitive reality TV show Forged in Fire where they make swords. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like I know what this is. <laughs> so each of you has uh, an action where you can either make contact with someone who you know, try and get some lowdown, try and just examine the area, do some research, uh make some moves uh depending what you want to do like pre actually presumably going to meet with the uh labor union but also this is a time where you can through your actions kind of decide how you want to engage with this mission too Mm -hmm. quick Mm -hmm. question i'm trying to think like are are our mechs being transported like by train or something um sure so i was just trying to figure out how that was happening and Uh, oh i think yeah, we've been kind of varied about it. Uh, there's also been, like, road convoys, I think. It's it safe to assume yeah. they will be here with you, whether or not you're yeah, taking it. Yeah. Just because, again, there is the chance that, you know, there might be some violence done at you. So they're not going to send you in, you know, empty-handed. Right. Uh, right. So your mechs will be available to you, such as such as you feel the need to use them. Gotcha. Cool. Um, well, let me see. I have not... Uh, like declared a contact in a minute. Yeah, um, um, as a reminder, uh, yeah, as, a, as a reminder, uh, things that y'all can do uh, that don't come up very often because I don't try and be too suggestive, but also that you can still do always. You can declare contacts, which to go over real quick before Owen uh, presumably does it is you can just say that you know someone who might be relevant to the situation at hand, and we do some die rolls to see, like, how they're feeling about you based on the whatever last interaction you have, whether that was something that happened on screen or not. <laughs> uh, we can figure it out. It gives you a chance to either bring in someone who you know or to invent someone from whole cloth who would be very convenient, whichever. Um, in a similar vein, you can use basically the same process to declare someone arrival at any point for any reason in any context. Um, gotcha. Currently, uh, one of you has arrival. No one else has rivals currently. Mm-hmm. So if for, for some reason that changes, it doesn't even have to be really relevant to the fiction. If you just decide, <laughs> uh, hey, there's this person. Uh, I want guy. them to be. I have decided that they are my rival now. Okay. Uh, but that just that you can just say that and it happens. Like, don't worry. About it. Um, the other thing is uh, flashbacks. Those are still in the system. We don't really use them because I think there's a lot of things that just get, kind of get around them. And despite, you know, Forge in the Dark's, like, whole start in the action and, and do backflashes thing, we 
tend to, you know, go for a more linear approach generally. But mm-hmm. obviously, flashbacks are still there. You can still use them. Um, so those are like the, the the three main things that I want to remind y'all that you have the option to do, like at basically at any point. Um, so did you yeah. want to like declare a contact, Owen? Um, or is Pfeffer declaring contact? I should say. I am tempted to. You know, I'm just going to walk you through his thought process right now. Uh huh. Is that so? Obviously, Pfeffer thinks that just going in there and doing a bunch of strong arming is not going to work out well. He mm-hmm. suspects that the way to f- f- the way to come to a solution here is to figure out whatever has caused this change and address that. And he is probably suspecting some kind of uh like outside influence situation Mm -hmm. definitely looking over at ua and all that what Mm -hmm. is there's there's at least one communist nation in this setting is that yeah um so that would be part of the ua that would be um oh my god i think i should have them called ackers just in general Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, i'd have to double check because again like part of the thing that we had kind of come on in uh very early and like preparing for this campaign in general is that i had made like one of each of the things and people just kind of collectively like eh, i don't really care too much about ua that's fine so right, i didn't yeah. <laughs> uh i didn't spend too much time detailing them but the uh the former uh duskvol is now a communist nation state Excellent. Uh, and okay. and a part of united actors which includes uh, a lot of non-communist parties as well <laughs> <laughs> i knew i knew that like Flint had gotten some kind of win in, in the past. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, 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 win, the win is that the entire northern part of that continent is now, like, basically a communist megastate. Excellent. Nice, 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 uh, nice, nice. Okay. Um, Excellent. So, um, yeah, so I think I, I was trying to figure out what kind of contact would be appropriate for this, and I noticed that on my so far blank list of allies and enemies um a name that jumped out at me is lavender a strong fixer uh-huh. and obviously fixer is a very fluid sort of term but um i was thinking that maybe um he it's possible that i know someone who is if not part of like the like mech building union over there at least like adjacent to it if there's someone who needs like if i need like specific mech parts in a hurry or something like that you know yeah there's maybe someone who i like met just in the process of my previous like military experience absolutely that sounds pretty good to me uh i'm just trying to actually find the uh thing for declaring a contact because i don't think it's in the quick reference and the new Uh the new pretty uh rule book is not as easy to word search unfortunately yeah i'm realizing Um, that too i believe though the way that it works actually let me just go ahead and we'll take a moment you can add this out it's fine um so where is the contacts hello yeah it's weird i'm not seeing contacts um, contacts contacts wait wait wait. Just is it... no it's not that 
It's allies. Allies. There we go. Ah, yes. So, uh, declaring a contact, I think it's phrased a little bit more differently now. Uh, usually this, this, uh, says once per session, pilot can declare they have an old friend who can help, uh, whatever. We're being a little fast and loose with that because it's very limiting. Uh, this can be someone from the pilot's past, an NPC that has not yet interacted with them or a previously declared ally. Describe the scenario when you last saw them and make a role appropriate for the circumstances. The result determines whether you're in good standing with them or not. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, Lavender, uh, strong fixer i am picturing him specifically as the butcher from full metal alchemist oh um, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he is he a butcher or someone i don't like, know uh, like the strong lady's wife uh, husband oh okay yeah. i strong thought lady's boy wife i thought for a second you were talking about barry the chopper <laughs> no, who's no. like the other no. evil armor guy who used to be a serial killer and like damn okay <laughs> No, that would that would be cool, but I'm just picturing like a guy who looks like he is from uh, Japanese gay porn. Uh, um, Sig yeah. Curtis is his name. <laughs> gotcha. uh, you can say Bara. It's <laughs> you can his, say Bara. His occupation. Owen. He is a butcher. I, I will say he is a butcher. Sig Curtis. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Right. Him. So so um. Lavender here is presumably Big Berry Human Man, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And um. The circumstances under which we last met, I think, um, hold on, I feel like I'm on the brink. I think, um, oh, easy answer, actually. Um, so the Kraken got pretty busted up in, like, the tragedy, and I needed, like, to be able to get stuff replaced but Pfeffer at that point was like kind of persona non grata within like the military hierarchy mm-hmm. so I kind of had to like I had to deal with him without having like a like formal requisitions and shit at my back for the first time and I think it worked out but it was maybe like if not tense then awkward Gotcha. And he lives in this area? Like, you did business with him in this area? Yeah, even if he doesn't live there, I think he, like, does business there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think you, like, literally, there's, we get the shot of you actually going up to what is effectively, like, a garage in the car repair style. Like, just, it's a big garage, and there's, like, Mm -hmm. mostly workplace vehicles out there, but there's definitely conspicuously at least one or two, like, powered armor like maybe like super mini mechs basically yeah um and yeah you uh go in there um what do you think would be a good role for this based on like your last meeting last meeting um because sound would... it sounds like if you were trying to like go around your normal hierarchies to like make connections with people to get what you need it sounds like it might be a consort maybe that sounds good to me. Yep, no reason yeah. to argue with that. So, so yeah, give me would... one of those. Uh, we'll go ahead and say it's controlled because the circumstances for you right now are controlled because we're not like in the mission yet. Okay. I got a four. Four is the highest one on there. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you uh walk in there. I think like he you walk in and you see you know it's obviously this big huge human dude just tinkering on mm-hmm. something. 
Uh, and he he looks up and seemingly like just like without even like a much apparent shock in his eye, he's just like, Fever, good to see you again. Yes. <laughs> nice. It's been a while since we did that voice. Um, yes. Uh, good, good to see you too. I'm glad that you're keeping busy. Looks like <laughs> I blinked, and I think Pfeffer probably blinks too for a moment. Um, but seems like there's uh, always going to be work for good folks like you. I was curious if you knew anything about the situation at. I, what's, what's the name of the whole uh, thing? It's called the uh, Ironbreaker Mech Forge. The Ironbreaker Mech Forge. Uh, specifically, if you know anything about uh, the fellow who is at the top of it right now. Ah, uh, yes, that situation. Mm. He thinks for a minute. It's like, well, there is labor strike. Somewhat dubious, if you ask me, which you are. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what he knows slash how he would answer here. Um, he would say, uh, I, "I well, first the first thing he'd tell you definitely is like uh, something that you probably already know." Is he would say, uh, "I mean." It seems a bit out of character. They've obviously done the whole striking thing before, usually with a picket line and signs, uh, which, you know, never really very successful in terms of uh, press, because we're we're (laughs) fucking out here. Uh, But eventually, eventually the uh, Tyconian Garland, I think they're called, usually gives them something that makes them shut up. But, um... Not this time. They, uh, no picketing, no nothing, just factory shutdown. I do not see any suits running around for once. Just, uh, guys. Mm. He thinks, Mm. and he's like, I'll be honest with you, I will say this much. I'm not, you know, obviously I do not work there, but this is not big town, you know basically everyone who comes around, goes around, who they are, what they do, etc. I've been seeing lots of uh, unfamiliar faces walking around in there with their uniforms on, toting their guns or whatever they're doing. A lot of people who uh, I've never seen in, you know, recent history anyway. Any shrugs. I'm not sure if I have any more actionable information for you, but uh, I could see what I can dig up. You have got me pointed in the right direction. Thank you very much, and I will let you know if I need any more information or if I need any more short notice replacements. Absolutely. Um, Since you are spending the time to, like, make this contact and get this information, is there, like, anything specific you'd like him to do or see if he can find out being a local that you might not be able to do as easily? Hmm. Um, I have an idea. Yeah? Could you ask him what he knows about the red cap? (laughs) Um, I... (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a hard transition to make. I know. It's like, by the way, we have something in our in our garage right now called the red cap or something like that. But that's okay. Well, you don't I'll, have to. I'll keep them in mind maybe for the next downtime. <laughs> but, um, you know what? I think I nothing else for now. But if you'd like, I'd, if it's all right, maybe I could like... This could be a justification for a future flashback or something if I wanted to retroactively have looked into something more specific. Sure, yeah. We'll leave your meeting there and assume it concludes amiably. Feel free to mark him in your uh, contacts if you haven't already. Will do. Uh, Does anyone else uh, have something in mind? I have an idea. What's that? Do you... Stiletto, do you want to go with me to the bar and in like plain clothes and just like see what gossip is around <laughs> oh to the cross guard yeah um yes 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 sure. <laughs> yeah okay um yeah so I, oh, oh. in your map with- are you sure you don't want red for this <laughs> we could do red could come too we could do a whole thing we could all go. <laughs> if that's how y'all want to spend your time, I'm, I'm not going to push back either way about it. So I just um, feel like uh, if there's a real like union thing, the place to gather, uh, like, is is where the alcohol is poured. Like, not okay. in a bad way or anything, but that tends yeah. to be like the like the break room type of idea where yeah. people are like not as on guard. If that makes sense. Right. I feel like somebody should like go to the scabbard and see what the like official line on this is. Mm. On like oh, the true. negotiations. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do we Who wants the... to do what? Hmm. Um I know that I was going what are what are all our our options again? I'm sorry, Saturn. Anything's an option, really. Like, okay. you can investigate this area that's on the map. You, there's a town around it that you can try and do stuff in. You can try and talk to people, investigate things. Like, whatever comes to your mind that would be a good way to gather information or otherwise, like, set some prep seeds for yourself ahead of presumably coming into this area to do whatever your operation actually ends up being. Yeah, I was actually going to ask about the town around it because, I mean, like, Bella is literally from across the way. Like, yeah, you've... I, I, I will actually say, you've probably been to this town before. Yeah, she's been to this like, town there, a There's very good odds. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the town... Um, the old town is, like, a mining town. I'm sure she's gone just to help do supply runs to this place before. Yeah, and this is a significantly larger town than the one that you lived in, but it's mm-hmm. still, you know, not a big town. Sure. This is, like... You, you lived in a town with a three- or four-digit population. This place is maybe five. Right. You know? Um, but aside from that, like, the general character of the town, it's a lot of, like... It's a lot of single-story buildings, not a ton of huge industry. Uh, for the most part, it seems to be that most of the town just sort of exists in... in Possible, possibly in justification of this big factory itself sure. existing. Kind of supports um, the whole factory. Yeah, but there's not like, uh, un- unless you had something specific in mind, there's not like tons of other like huge, uh, you know, like points of interest that aren't just you know the kinds of things that you'd find in any town, basically. Sure. Um, I did have one idea that I thought would be cool. Um, yeah, what's up? The idea that because this is kind of like a like a mech building and repairing town, um, 
the idea that there's kind of a, uh, like, a place where, I guess like an, like an open air kind of marketplace where there's a lot of older mech parts being sold. Uh, stuff that isn't actually yeah. useful to like, to, to like Grand Tycon anymore, but, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That, that sounds cool to me. Yeah. That, and I think that's I, kind I of think... the place that like, where Be- like Bella and, you know, all the old townies would go for like mining supplies and things like that. Yeah, so are you going to do something there? Yeah, I think so. I think the idea of going, um, even in plain clothes, like not in her usual, uh, I mean in the red jacket because she lives in it, but not in the the pilot suit um, and just kind of acting like... Acting like you've been here before. <laughs> well, in a certain in a yeah. certain respect, not too difficult. Yeah. You literally have. Yeah. Yeah. There might even be people who recognize you. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. oh shit, you're back. I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, yeah. She. Uh, so what? What are you like up to there, though? Like, is what I'm wondering. Do I think like that we yeah. get like at least a shot of like Bella getting there and like mm-hmm. looking around with some like actual familiarity at something for once because you're actually familiar with this place and yeah. it's like. It's there's a lot of like mech stuff very predominantly shown, but kind of like the uh, workshop that Pfeffer went to. There's a lot of just like normal vehicle stuff as well. Uh, lots of stuff for car and truck repair, for like you know industrial equipment pieces and things like that. But yeah. there are definitely like bits and pieces of like larger mechs as well as you know like refurbished or customized like power armor super tiny things Mm -hmm. not as many like there's not like really any complete military grade mechs here because you figure they're all probably at the factory right yeah exactly um i think what she wants to do is i guess i could declare a contact Uh, hey sure if you wanna um one of one of the because there literally is somebody here on this list named denari a gruff mechanic Oh, um, wonderful! Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it, it occurs to me um, we didn't talk about the fact that y'all have a you all spent your crew upgrade on an engineer, but just so you know, okay. if for some reason you would have wanted to retroactively or whatever, them being a specialist means that you can bring them with you, oh. and they will. You can basically command them to do things that are relevant to their specialty. Oh, um, cool. Specialists, in her case, they're a single person. They're tier zero for size, but they're usually. Uh, more effective than whatever your tier is in terms of just like whatever so like if you're a tier one uh group i think she's a tier two mechanic and can be upgraded to like a tier three mechanic and it scales with you so like she is also uh there if for some reason you're like hey it would be convenient to have this uh this character here otherwise we can introduce her uh, at some other point but wanted to let you know Gotcha. That does seem potentially relevant, but um, I, I, my instinct is to not complicate things further. Yeah, no. I, I'm just, I'm just mentioning it because we did actually decide at the end of last session what y'all wanted to do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tell me about Denari. Oh yeah, Denari. Um, she's like an old, like a older woman. If we're gonna keep doing anime references, like Heavy Metal Queen from Cowboy Bebop, aka the best character ever. Yes. Um, oh, thank God. <laughs> So, like, an older, kind of broad-shouldered woman who's been working on, you know, uh, mechs and trucks and old mining vehicles for years and years. Um, And I think Bella is going to go uh, 
talk to her to try and get like a lay of, um, you know, if she's heard anything, if specifically if she's heard about what happened to the old union leader, like before this Kaz guy came around, like any like rumors about what might've become of them. Um, so since you're going to be declaring her, like, what was your, like, last meeting like? It was presumably here. Presumably. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be, but it could be. Um, but, like, what, what, how, what, like, what, like, what, where, why'd you meet last? Oh, let's see. Probably it was, like, a, a couple of days before Volk fell from the sky, and it was a pretty normal interaction. I think that what it is is that, you know... The town that Bella lived in is like an old mining town and there are not a lot of people in it. So anybody who's willing to go like carry old heavy shit back in their truck uh, is an important member of society. And Bella had an old truck. So Mm -hmm. uh, would often get roped into like, hey, we're going to head up to Ironbreaker Cliffs and, and, you know, we're going to pick up some catalytic converters. And uh, (laughs) it was part of that. And I think probably what happened afterward is that they stayed the night and um, everybody probably got a little too drunk because it seems like that kind of town too. Uh, uh-huh. And Bella and Denari had a whole bunch of drinks together that night and just sat around and shot the shit. Hell yeah. Um, considering the uh, shared interest, I will go ahead and let you do this with Engineer. Cool. Well, just to also make sure that we don't just do consort for every one of these. Right. That engineer seems mm-hmm. appropriate for that. Mm-hmm. This will also be controlled if it matters, but it usually doesn't. Two. That's not good. <laughs> so, um, so over so, these awful rolls. So uh, I have to ask. What did Arabella say or do that Arabella <laughs> later was like, ooh, I hope I didn't just ruin that person's impression of me. <laughs> oh, God. Um, specifically while you were drunk. Specifically. <laughs> yeah, Arabella. Well, you, you were both extremely inebriated and shooting <laughs> the shit. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you do that in retrospect, as you approach her and she doesn't seem very happy to see you, uh, would make sense <laughs> that maybe she hadn't let a certain uh, not that old grudge uh, completely go? <laughs> um. <laughs> Arabella probably had way too much to drink and talked at length about how shitty the parts Denari sells them are. Like, (laughs) like we get back and that shit breaks down within a week. I don't know how you're still in business. But oh man, you know? oh great! You're you're really selling this uh, two roll you got. That's just wonderful. Uh, go ahead and uh, uh, mark her as negative currently great. because you are starting in a bad position with her. Um, so you like up- approach her and wave, and she's like, oh, "Hell's bells! If it ain't Arabella, to what do I owe the pleasure?" You know you missed me. It's been a hot minute since I've been around. <laughs> Uh, it ain't it ain't it ain't been hot enough nor a minute enough if you ask me (laughs) i uh you know i'm here on a uh well i'm here for work let's put it that way i got i got a new gig 
um, piloting what a, piloting a robot. So she scoffs a, a bit, just like <laughs> ah, I was wondering why I stopped seeing your mug all over. Well, finally getting finally getting a little too uh a little finally getting a position a, a little more in line with your tastes, huh? Call me the pride <laughs> of Iron Chapel now, Denari. I've, I'm flying a an experimental you know, <laughs> something or other. The love of my life. Uh, pride sounds about right, but what? Why? Why do you come back to bother me after all this anyway? Well, hope it's not for parts because I don't think I'm going to sell you any. <laughs> <laughs> Bella does not say that her parts are too shitty to fit in her cool, amazing robot anyways. She does that, keeps that to herself. Um, although she does visibly bite her tongue. Um, we're, we come around asking about this, um, what's going on with this strike up at, up at the old mech forge? Oh, they care about that over there now, do they? You know, All right. apparently, apparently there's a war on, not that I would know anything about that, uh, and not having them shuffling mechs out the door is, is quite the detriment, I've been told. Let's see. I'm just seeing if, uh... She does... Sorry, I'm... It's okay, she does yeah. mention, like, yeah, I heard the, uh, the old union rep went missing. Uh, she certainly did. Um, I'm trying to think, A, what she's going to tell you based on the fact that she does not like you. And I know. You to leave. <laughs> um, because the thing is here, like, one of the things of declaring an ally is that, like, oh, it incurs consequences appropriate to the position. Right. And in this case, for controlled, it could just be, uh, she doesn't want to fucking tell you shit. Uh, right. But that's boring. <laughs> um, so, no, you know what? I'll give you one. Uh, which is uh, uh, you get to choose here whether uh, I, I think it's just basically what happens here is like y- she ends up going on kind of a uh, burn spree against you specifically. <laughs> and if you put up with it and take a level one harm, uh, in uh, which I will think of a name for in a moment, um, she will eventually uh, deign to give you to tell you a little about what she knows or you can lose this opportunity save yourself the harm and just walk away while she uh hurls obscenities at you Mm. Uh, well my harm is totally (laughs) empty uh i'll take it i'll take it okay (laughs) you're gonna take the harm (laughs) that's gonna really uh eat her humble pie see it happens uh um we're gonna call this one a sick burn is what we're gonna do yes Uh, That's and exactly we, what I was hoping for. I, I am not clever <laughs> enough to improvise like this, but basically we get like in the anime like a clean like forty five seconds of her just like dunking on you just endlessly for having like come all the way down here from your high and mighty hoity toity place to solicit a little old me for some information because apparently my parts ain't good enough for you. But talk is <laughs> mm, that, a bunch of that kind of shit. Bella and eventually slowly getting smaller and smaller and smaller in the frame. And what we get out of that, and I'll start a clock here because I think a clock's appropriate for Yay. information stuff, is we're going to go ahead and call this clock... Uh, where do my clocks go? 
Where my clocks go? We're going to call this a eight step clock because I like those. And it's going to be called uh, text. Uh, we're going to call this one what happened. Okay. Uh, this mm. is going to be an information thing. Uh, I'll give you uh, two ticks on it to start. Mm. Um, and basically what she tells you is, <sighs> well, anyway, about the union rep. As far as I know, I mean, you know, she was a nice gal, but um, around when all them, all that new blood started showing up, uh, she stopped showing up. And I don't know what happened there exactly, but no one's seen hide nor hair of her in a minute. I've heard from a friend of mine that someone got in touch with family. They ain't seen her. Friends ain't seen her. No one's seen her. Mm. And then she shrugs. You mean I the mean, new blood, those folks carrying guns around? Well, there's old blood carrying folks around too, <laughs> but it's a lot of new blood over there. Especially that new union rep of theirs. Uh, what's his fucking name? She says. And does not conclude the sentence. <laughs> that that guy's real uh, dillweed, if you ask me. Mm. But, and she shrugs. I'm not part of that whole uh, official uh, Tyconian mercantile whatever the hell. So, uh, I guess it's not my business. You're just a, a wonderful help to little old me and your, your amazing parts, Denari. <laughs> well, shucks, Belle. If you butter me up like that, I'm going to feel bad for harboring such a grudge. <laughs> uh, and Bella is just going to like pop a little salute and be like, look, I'll be back around. We'll buy you drinks. And uh, you're never going to get rid of me, Denari. All right, all right. Buy some parts next time. <laughs> and she waves you off. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you got a little bit of information from that. Cool. Um, there's still two of you who haven't done a thing yet. And then, Owen, you can still uh, deploy your... Uh, my friend will text me later with some gossip or whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, we do. When, if, you, if you think of something you'd want him to find out for you. Gotcha. So, Gabby, what do you want to do? Because I'm good so with think... either going to the bar or going to the scabbard. Um, do you want to do both? Like, you go to the bar and I'll go to the scabbard and we'll try to get as much information as possible? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to... Yeah, uh, we can... We, we could we could split split up there. I think we would be... I, I, I'm not sure how much more effective we would be together. Um, and if that would, like having one role that's better be better than like two roles that could be good huh. um yeah. yeah uh yeah uh do you want to go first sure okay yeah so i figure the best approach here is uh since we're heading in official capacity to go for a consort role so where are you going uh, what are you doing is what I want to know more so about. This, so the scabbard is the... The point point scabbard here is kind of the uh, what you would think is being the administrative office for the factory itself. Um, and point okay. cross guard here is a nearby tavern. Okay. So... Yeah, I think the approach is to... Are you going just... to talk to Pax Strella? The, the oh, yeah, it, it, yeah, she would be your, yeah. your contact with the employing squad itself, though she is uh, remote currently, given the situation. 
Oh. <laughs> so, like, you could call her, and, like, that's cool. But she's not in the area because most of the other, uh, uh, you know, Tyconian Garland people who were here are now missing. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the circumstances under which they are missing are not necessarily great looking. I yeah. wonder what happened to this year. So, yeah, so the scabbard is more like just, uh, like, factory bosses as opposed to anyone who would have... Yeah, you would think that the scabbard is probably where most of the actual, like, Tyconian Garland, you know, personnel would be, because they're, it's like, sort of like, you would know that it's kind of where the logistics and administrative stuff are handled, so it's where employee paperwork is for the most part, um, where they would handle logistics for what's coming in, what's being shipped out, so on and so forth. Whereas Point Blade, which is the factory itself, is where all the work work gets done. So, for the... The Garland Mercantile Company is people running the factory, so to get the highest up person we have contact to is Paxstrella, the captain? Yeah, and she's like, she's not the administrator for this facility itself because that person is missing. She's kind of the regional supervisor for, like, this okay. part of, of Tycon. So, like, she's that person's direct report, basically. Yeah, okay, and the, and the region local person is missing so there's no point trying to go to visit them all right excellent yeah uh yeah we'll just call the captain then that sounds good yeah um so you call her by i i think we've said we have cell phones right they're flip phones yeah right? they're like kinda, that seems they're correct chunky oh wait no it's right they're like chunky blackberries yeah is what they are yeah. They're like yeah. big blocky blackberries so you can so you can type on them yeah and, and we get like the fucking anime futuristic video call where you pull up and she like answers you she's uh, sitting behind a desk in some office like uh, you must be from the uh, forget-me-nots, right? Captain Paxstrella. Um, how can I help you? Oh. Oh, uh, hello, I am uh, Ms. Asmodeus. I'm calling because I've been assigned to investigate the strike situation at the, um, at the Ironworks. Yes. So. So how can uh, I help you? Uh, so, um, I guess I just want your insight into what the uh, Garland Mercantile Company knows about uh, Kaz... Oh, sorry, Uyera? Yes, Kaziera. Um, like I'm certain that your CEO probably told you, our information is pretty limited. Uh, he started working at this facility about... And then she looks at a document... About five weeks ago, thereabouts, huh. uh, fairly recent hire. Um, aside from his uh, employee papers, uh, we can't actually really pull anything up about him. We There's the possibility, it's an assumed name, false identity kind of thing, but we don't know for certain. There's lots of people around who just are underdocumented, which, and then she mm. shrugs. Um, okay, that is interesting. I, yeah. I wonder how somebody who worked at a facility for five weeks could be elected to be a labor representative. Yeah, that's what facility. we're that's what we're wondering too over here. Um yeah. it's not you know, the the as much as the whims of the uh the union can sometimes be fickle, for the most part the lady who was uh heading up the union right before was, you know, uh very popular and well liked not just by us but by mm -hmm. the people she worked with so we were 
surprise to try and start negotiations up after this whole debacle and find that this uh, weirdo was the one running the show instead. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, I guess the last question I have is that we've heard from some of the people in town that there's a lot of uh, new faces. Has there been a lot of hiring at the facility recently? Um, and she like she like kind of like furrows her brow a little bit and looks at the documentation. Like, not an outrageous amount, though. Hmm. Uh, she like takes a she goes quiet for like a minute and then she says, "There's been it's actually been a fairly normal rate of hiring, but okay. I am noticing a lot of reports on here of there's been an abnormal number of of firings actually." And she's looking over a lot of people who've been here for a while who uh, there appears to have been a very summary uh, removal from their post. And not a not a great paper trail here either way. Hmm. So okay. it's possible there are, you know, more people there who are maybe not on our radar either. Huh. Well, all right, something to look into. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Captain Strella. Absolutely, and I will be posted here if you need anything else. And she, uh, without waiting for your confirmation, uh, hangs up the video call. Okay. Well, do you want to yeah. do any rolls or anything based on that call, or like, do you want to like turn that into oh. a second thing, or? Um, I don't know. Do you want me to roll for like what's going on, maybe, or like just that can sort roll? Um. Well, I mean, you don't have to roll to have talked with her, like you did that, but like, do you want to take what information she gave you and turn that into anything else? Oh, um, okay, they said that there wasn't much of a paper trail. Yeah. The captain did? Maybe I could, uh, maybe I could, and the scabbard is where they have the administrative stuff, That's correct. Right? Yeah. Okay, maybe I could, uh, go look there for some, uh. Sure. Like the actually do the um like the paperwork with the firings and see why. Yeah, look into the see if there's a pattern among the firings and hirings in the last like month or so. Yeah, absolutely. Since uh, what Mister uh, boy, sorry, I'm gonna really struggle with this for a minute. <laughs> Uyera. Good enough. Uh, my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I probably thought <laughs> oh, yeah. I probably I probably thought something while I was writing that, and then it's just kind of completely blanked for me as I am now recording. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Kaz Yahara uh, is probably correct. Kaz Yahara. Okay. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Um. I okay. I think so. When you get to uh, Point Scabbard, which is just a fairly boring-looking uh, office building, uh, you do notice like basically immediately that they're it, like the building is dark and the front door is ajar. Mm. Oh, that's oh. odd. It occurs to you it might have something to do with the fact that all the uh, administrative personnel have disappeared. Um, you know that's true. <laughs> so, like, you... well, this will be the easiest stealth mission yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, like, literally, like, you just go up to the door and you go in, and it's like it's just dark and dead quiet in here. Mm. So you do have your run of the place, but it is like a little like spooky. 
So what exactly do you want to? So what exactly are you looking for slash want to do? Okay. So I just want to find some like. Uh, want to find like some documents to corroborate the idea that uh, Yahera has been, or and like whatever whoever's taken over this uh this labor action here has been like removing people and like replacing them with their own just sort of lackeys i guess yeah sure um i think that is hmm I'm trying to think what would be good here it's probably a study. I, I could see study or interface, depending on like what, like how you're specifically pulling up, like the information. Like if you're actually just studying documents, or if you're running it through something to like collate them or whatever. But I think either way, it's not yeah. a great role for you. <laughs> unfortunately, I have no dots in either. So yeah. Um, but I, would I be able to spend a stress on that to add a die? You absolutely could. One die at least. Yeah, you absolutely could. All right. I think that's the play then. All right. Well, uh, give me a die on this. We're going to call this uh, controlled again because you're, you know, still being fairly sneaky. The engagement hasn't started, etc. Okay. Got a two. Another mm, one. Ooh, not Oof. great. Um, yeah, I think the thing that happens is you, like, go through and go to the actual, like, part like the on-site area where the storage like where the files would be kept it is completely ransacked like someone has oh, gone great. through here and just tore this place to shit uh like i can't just look up the most recent month everything's just all over the place yeah but, and it's like all right the, the problem that you have is like i think what's a thing where what you would have access to is like the tyconian garland's like you know server copy of the data but the problem is that data itself is inconsistent with what is apparently the reported reality at the uh, factory. Of Some people have been reported fired, some people have not. There's lots of strange people there who might not be on records, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so just a complete mess. Yeah, it's a complete mess well, in there. Uh, what you do get out of it is that definitely, like, aside from the missing uh, officer thing, someone has come in here with the apparent intent to either, like, find or disrupt or do something in here like someone someone has right. has has actually ransacked this place well okay yeah that's uh that's its own set of information right there yeah um and we'll actually go ahead and tick you uh one up on what happened there because it seems appropriate right. um and last but not least giuseppe what you up to Okay, so I'm trying to decide how much trouble I want to fall in love with today, <laughs> because this is going to be trouble no matter what, uh -huh. but... <laughs> maybe, so, if, if I could say, maybe start small uh -huh. so that you can escalate more freely. You know, that's true. <laughs> of what I say okay, so, is follow your heart. <laughs> so my, I, was, I definitely do want to like go into the... Uh, cross guard and uh, like see what happens what I'm trying to decide is whether or not I'm in the blues or if I'm in plain clothes because if I'm in the blues then something's definitely going to happen mm -hmm. <laughs> probably maybe, maybe. and if I'm in plain clothes I, something's not or I could possibly like 
get away with a study role or something. I think, uh, I think plain clothes makes more sense since this is like yeah. before we're even beginning the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, what it, what, it, I'll, what might... I'll say is mm-hmm. GM here as uh, plain clothes obviously going to give you the benefit of being inconspicuous. Uh, you can come in your blues if you want, but it would presumably be more useful to do that if the thing that you are trying to do is tell them that you're here. Okay. Like if you uh, were to, like it would make sense if you were to do that as like a, hey, I'm trying to do some like mind game psyop shit where I just sort of show up in the bar in my uniform and like <laughs> attempt to <laughs> manipulate their behavior somehow. Um, but if you're not yeah, doing that, fair. it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I won't I won't show I will be in plain clothes and to be honest, Giuseppe is probably not used to the cold, so is probably <laughs> pretty bundled up. Yeah, like it's it's <laughs> summer up here, but it's Alaska summer. You know what I mean? Like it, it's still colder than anywhere else in the country and like it's probably it probably this is probably a weird thing today that it's been kind of that it's like relatively snowy considering but like it's cold enough up here to be snowy is fucked up yeah in the middle of Just summer he's not used to that <laughs> uh so is probably bundled up uh and is going to uh go into the bar and walk up to the bar and sit down and order uh, a Manhattan or something. Yeah, whatever they call that in, in this world. Um, we'll think about that later. Um, yeah, I think I think that part is at least no issue. Like you come in here. Um, yeah. I think it, it's called Cross Guard on here. I think ironically, uh, I was trying to think of a good name for a tavern here, and I think I'm just gonna have to go with the Burning Tiger again, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. just for you know the reference because it's an anime. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Nice, nice, um, nice. But yeah, so you go in here, and it's like, frankly, it's just what you would expect from a tavern. Like, it's pretty dark inside. Uh, there's a lot of people, uh, considering the hour of day it is, uh, which, you know, mm-hmm. you think certain things about, but don't worry about it. Um, there's some, like, TV with some sports playing on it. Uh, it's it's not, it's fairly quiet for the most part. Like, it's not like a huge racket or anything. Lots of day drinking, obviously. Uh, you pull up, yeah. get this straight liquor cocktail. I think the... Uh, the bartender is like a, like does a little like eyebrow raise because it occurs to you that straight liquor cocktails are maybe like a little bit uh or maybe a little if not out of price range <laughs> at least bougie. out of at least out of the drinking <laughs> habit of the usual clientele uh but does uh dutifully uh prepare you a, a fine Manhattan. Um, yeah, so what nice. are you like trying to do here while uh, getting your while getting your day well, drink on? Well, Saturn, are there any uh, of the people that are uh, cavorting in the bar as as one does? Are they uh, uh, are there any ones like that are like heavily armed? Like I've heard that the union people uh, the union people are. There are not, and actually, what you notice looking around here is that. There is conspicuously, like, no one in, like, you know, a factory uniform or who, like, seems to have any kind of, like, mech working gear on them or anything like that. Hmm. And, like, you would expect in this instance that there would be, you know... Uh, for whatever rules against day drinking and drinking on the job there might be, there are some people who are coming off of AM shifts who just want to unwind, etc., mm-hmm. etc., et but there are none of them here. Eh, there's a strike on. They might be drinking. Yeah, there's also a strike on. And so you would expect them to be hanging out at the bar getting blasted. Uh, if mm-hmm. Assuming they're not picketing, which you would, which apparently they're not. 
but like there's none of them here. Hmm. Okay. Um I want to decide on a person to uh to to talk to. I maybe a table to sit down on. Uh and I kind of would like to open up by like I guess y'all aren't hiring, are ya? <laughs> Uh, not in this economy, no, unfortunately. Uh, I can manage this place mostly by myself, for what it's worth, though I do appreciate the interest. Says with a sort of practiced, uh, brush off. Oh, I meant to say that too. I meant to sit down with some people. Oh, I see. Some people. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you find a, a gaggle. You find a gaggle. I think it's just like a couple of, uh. Like, honestly, I th- what I'm getting the impression is here is of the uh, Hardy Boys from Disco Elysium. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a gaggle <laughs> of like kind of gruff working class dudes of varying uh, shape, sizes, and colors who are drinking tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of beer. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just trying to... Uh, he's like, uh, don't imagine so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I spent my last dollar coming here, so... Jeez. Yeah. I'm out of luck. Well. What uh, what happened? Well, as far as I can tell, a bunch of them guys up there decided to get real frisky. Lord knows why. Mm. They don't, not usually getting frisky types, those uh, Iron Breaker uh, mech forge folks. But, mm-hmm. and he shrugs. Hard to say, really. I ain't seen a lot of them around lately either, which is weird. Yeah, I would assume that this is, like, on the company's property. Like, I would assume that the people that work there would be gathering here. Yeah, and they're not even, you know, picketing or anything like that. They're, as far as I can tell, just holed up inside the factory. Don't even think I've seen any of them going back to their homes, really. Really? Yeah, basically everyone lives in town, obviously, but, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't really see a whole lot of traffic in or out of that place. So, um, forgive me for being curious, but is this the only bar in town? or uh, Or is there a reason you guys are up here? Well, I just happen to live in the area. Um, This place is mostly here for the... You know, and he gestures in the direction of the factory, mostly so they can uh, catch, mostly so they can uh, buzz off after work in more than one respect, I guess. Um, but I just happen to live in the area. It ain't, ain't the only bar in town, but it's the closest one to here, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think... I'm leaning towards just because I have more dice in it is studying. And so I think what I want, I do want to study like the bartender and like any other staff in the bar Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of get an idea of if they're like nervous or antsy or anything like that. Maybe get a vibe check, a psychic vibe check a little bit with that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. sound, study sounds correct, uh, controlled sounds correct, etc. Okay. Four. four There's there. a four. 
Okay, four. What am I going to give you for a four? Um, so I think, like, again, like, obviously, because they haven't had revealing interactions or whatever, the degree to which you can see yeah. inside someone's head is pretty restricted. Um, mm-hmm. the bartender, I mean, he seems uh, nervous, but only in so far as he is living and working within a couple hundred feet of a place that's apparently full of armed lunatics. Uh, mm. you know, uh, so that has him worried, but he's not like, doesn't really seem to be, uh, worried for external reasons aside from that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, uh, he has, let's say like one other person who works there. Um, and I think you don't get anything from them. Like they're just focused on their job. Like not really like you know, worried mm-hmm. about much of anything except for when their shift's over. But you do actually notice that uh, they have, like, a little, like, blue glass rosary, a little moon glass rosary around, like, their wrist. And, like, oh. you think about it and you're like, you actually haven't seen, like, a ton of people, like, in the area or at this bar who are, you know, visibly faithful. Uh, except for this person who's just sort of seems to be minding their own business and earning a wage. Ooh. It's something that sticks in your craw for some reason, but you're not sure why. Well, I, I can imagine that it would stick in my craw being that I have one of those rosaries as well. Yeah, they're the only other person in this bar that you can see that is, you know, wearing one in the same way as you. Which also, again, makes you think, man, people in this town sure are fucking profligate, huh? <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of peop- a, lot of, a lot of people in this town without the time for, for faith. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> the iron chapel is i suppose on the opposite side of the bay so who knows mm-hmm. um yeah do you want to do anything further with that information or could i try and talk to them like just be like oh hey uh and it maybe there's like a greeting like blessings or something that i can say mm-hmm. like like or maybe it's like a saint's feast day or something. I could say something to that effect. Yeah. Something to that effect. Well, Just something to be like, I'm in the faith. It's complicated, but don't, don't, I'm in the faith. Don't, don't ask more than that. Rosary might be broken and put back together, but don't ask about that. But I'm. <laughs> you're trying to convey a lot through a, through a very no, no. simple. I, it's mainly, I'm mainly just saying like, like I am also of the faith and like, it's good to see another person yeah. who is. They, yeah. they are like, kind of like they're, they, well, they're, they sort of pay attention. Like, you know, what do you, and then they like kind of, they hear you see the thing and they're very clearly like a little, like visibly startled per se mm-hmm. uh but their expression very quickly warms and it's like oh hey and uh i think yeah after like a minute uh they wrap up what they're doing just like they drop by and say hi awesome uh i'm gonna like talk to them and i'm gonna stay with my story of like i uh am from out of town and came here looking for work oh uh and just uh not sure uh what i'm gonna do now so uh what happened (laughs) i just it seems so strange you'd think that if it was a strike i'd see all the workers here yeah you'd think they don't really offer you much aside from that Hmm. hmm uh so 
uh, is the Iron Chapel the nearest place to to worship, or is it, or is there a, a smaller church around in town? Oh, oh no, you don't have to go all the way out there. Uh, she, the the, per, the the he says like, uh, think Iron Iron Chapel is like. I think it would be sensible for Giuseppe not to have a, a sense on the geography here because it's not, not super yeah. <laughs> clear for us either. Iron Chapel is like on the other side of this body of water, like fifty to a hundred miles away. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. There's, there's a, you know, there's a little uh, steeple up up north of town. Um, not, not too much uh, going on there usually, um, but it's good to come pay your respects sometime. Uh, I know I do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, any of the, uh, workers, uh, that are part of the congregation? I heard there were a lot of firings recently. Well, you know, funny you mention it. Yeah, actually. And it didn't used to be like that, at least. But, like, in the last, like, couple months, I think, like, I've actually been seeing a ton of those, uh, a ton of those MechForge guys over at the, over at the steeple here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. They seem to they, like, they they keep to themselves usually, but like you know, you notice the uniforms, and I know that I certainly haven't been seeing much of them before that. Maybe they started doing <laughs> services over there, maybe, <laughs> and they chuckle themselves. That is interesting. That would be that. I I mean, even uh, uh, even weapons of war still can be blessed. We we all know that. Uh, Indeed. Uh, so, uh, just to clarify, she, they, he, someone, <laughs> here we go. I don't know. One of them. <laughs> we, we are operating fully outside my established NPC, uh, roster. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> this person, <laughs> sorry to do that to you. No, you're good. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, they're saying that the, uh, uh, that there have been people that work at Warforged hanging out at the nearby church more often. Yeah, and or, and yeah. they're 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 insinuating that there are a lot of them, uh, or like significantly a significant amount of them at least, and there used to basically be none or not many. Hmm, that's interesting. Do you think it has to do with, um? them losing the jobs like are they are they like does it seem like they're like looking for guidance or does it seem more like they so uh, uh, are they people that are familiar i mean of course they wouldn't be familiar because they're not in the congregation but you know what i mean i mean i don't really i'm i'm fairly new and i'm not new but you know i'm not as uh Mm -hmm. connected with everyone everyone but they're mostly people who hmm um give me a sway here because i think what i want is for you to actually overcome this person's uh aversion to talking about things that are uncomfortable uh with strangers you know yeah i i love it's the it's the thing of trying to get a person to gossip during prayer requests yeah also while they're on the clock and maybe like thinking about getting back to to their job okay uh let me do a sway i'm gonna can i spend a stress sure okay i mean it would be too stress right yeah too stress maybe too stress 
Maybe I shouldn't do it then. Hey, live live dangerous. Mm. Fall in love with whatever. That's true. <laughs> fall, spend your stress. Fall in love with trouble. Okay, I'm spending my stress so that I can have a pool of two. Nice. Come on. Three. Oh, um, I think what happens here genuinely is there's like, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. This is this is this is. It's been it's been nice to meet you, really, but I, I'm I'm still on the clock. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I totally get it. Uh, is there uh, any anything I can get you while I'm over here? Uh, no, I think I'm I'm good. Wonderful. I sip my drink. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, and then they uh, kind of uh, zip off and leave you wondering uh, what it is they were thinking about. Hmm. I believe that's everyone. Mm-hmm. So. We will, next time on Big Gay Nerds uh, Play Beam Saber, we are going to get into the engagement for this mission, see how uh, the crew wants to approach it, and see how things evolve or devolve from there. Uh, Join us next time, which will be uh, probably after the holidays. Uh, Sorry if you were expecting a Christmas present in the form (laughs) of a Beam Saber episode. Uh, We're not doing that. Um, I, I mean... In terms of when this is coming out, probably this is that. Oh, oh, would this be the twenty sixth episode Christmas. on the twenty sixth? No, oh. not not on the twenty, or at least, or at least immediately before it. So. Oh, that is true. Well, yeah. I guess this is Merry your Christmas. Christmas present. You should be yeah. great. You should Merry be Christmas. more grateful to us for for preparing you this holiday special that has absolutely nothing to do with the time of year. Hey, it's um, snowing. So that counts. Hey, it's snowing. Yeah. Anyway, um, you will see us again uh, in twenty twenty two. So, uh, in same Big Gay Nerds time at that point, and it'll likely <laughs> still be the same Big Gay Nerds channel. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hellblood Hands, Jack Toops, Charnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Ferdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you just want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds Fan Club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.